0: Shauna has been a fitness professional for over 25 years. She has a Bachelor of Kinesiology and a Bachelor of Education, in addition to numerous fitness certifications, including a Master Turbulence Training certification. She was a school teacher for 20 years. Then she decided to pursue her passion in the area of health and fitness exclusively. She has owned a small group training studio and multiple boot camps. Currently, she owns and operates Calgary Northwest Fit Body Bootcamp in Canada. In addition, she has moved online to increase her ability to help more people. She has helped thousands of fitness clients online all over the world with over 20 online fitness and coaching programs. In addition, she's able to increase her reach by mentoring other fitness experts. Shauna was a guest fitness expert on Spike TV's Gym Rescue. She's also authored many articles in both local and national publications. She's been the lead fitness instructor for FitBody Bootcamp University, where she created the curriculum, and she still teaches other trainers how to effectively teach bootcamp. Shauna is in her early 50s with two children and a one-eyed rescue dog. She personifies health and wellness through example. So Shauna and I met, we think it was around 2010 or 2011, but definitely right around in there. And uh, we met at a fitness event and then ended up doing, um, working with the same business coach. So that's how Shauna and I know each other. And Shauna has been such an inspiration to me. I've watched her work and work her way up. And she is someone who never shies away from a challenge. She never is scared to learn something new. She takes on project after project, even if she's terrified, um, just convinced that she can do something if she puts one foot in front of the other. And you're going to hear a lot of that as she talks today about her transition between between professionals when she went from being a teacher to being a fitness professional. Um, In her experience as a mom, she became a single mom when her children were 13 and 16. That's no easy feat. Those are tough ages to have major life family changes for sure. So you're going to love what Shauna has to say and some of the advice that she gives around family, teenagers, following your passions, and then also around some of that, we get into some of the work that she does on a fitness level in terms of helping other women um, work with their bodies as they age, because that is her specialty as she is in amazing shape in her fifties, rocking a six pack with beautiful shoulders and a, yeah, a body that all women would dream of having, uh, Shauna walks around very humbly with her with her amazing physique. And uh, she's just such a sweet, kind person and such a helpful person, always ready to lend a hand to anyone who needs it. And that comes through in my interactions with her so consistently, but also in the way I see her work with other people on a global level, whether she's working with her online fitness clients or she's working with other trainers and helping them build their businesses. So she is a force to be reckoned with. Let's go ahead and dive in with Shauna Kaminsky. Shauna Kaminsky, welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm so excited to have you.
1: Oh, I'm so excited to be here, Sarah.
0: So Shauna and I have known each other for quite some time, and I'm excited to talk to you because you've been someone who we have been on similar paths, but life has taken us in crazy directions and we don't get to connect as much as we used to. So this is like just catch up girlfriend time.
1: Exactly. (laughs) I know. It's awesome.
0: I know it's so great. And it's fun having had, um, having friends in your professional circle and like having that where your lives intertwine over the course of years is so amazing and so empowering. And I love that we get to see what each other is up to, you know, via Facebook and online and everything. And then when we do connect, I think we literally see each other in person, like what once every two to three years, but it's like, no time has passed. It's so great.
1: I know. I love that. And we have to up the the, the FaceTime do more than once every two years. <laughs> I know.
0: We need to work on our schedule. <laughs> exactly. For sure. For sure. So you are up to so many amazing things, and you've done so many incredible things since I met you. When I first met you, I think at that time you were um, a gym owner up in Calgary, but you had not gotten into the online world. And so I know your professional world has just really exploded in the last few years. And I want to talk about that but before sure. we go there, I want to even go back further because you made a big professional leap um, years ago. I think it was about 20 years ago. And I wanted you to share us share with us what that was all about and how that happened because you were at the time you had two small children, correct?
1: Right. Um, but your timeline's off a oh, little bit. Because I was actually a teacher, a school teacher for 20 years. Oh, that's
0: where I got the 20 years. That's the
1: 20, yeah. <laughs> because although it may, I may look like I'm 80, I'm actually not <laughs> no, no, quite that old,
0: Sarah. <laughs> but thanks anyway.
1: I just wanted to age you.
0: I mean, nothing is yeah, more I complimentary know. than making someone 20 years older than they really are. Exactly. And then maybe it's good we don't see each other. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: Okay, so I was a teacher for for twenty years, okay. and during that time, I always had people asking me to, you know, could you train me? Could you put me on a program? Um, you know, so I was I was always doing training,
0: kind of on the side. So you were and, in fitness while you were teaching, then?
1: Exactly. Okay. Plus, um, I was I was teaching in the classroom, and then I was also teaching phys ed. So it was just okay. it was just kind of part of who I was. So I had my babies and I went part-time and I was teaching, but I was always, I was always training people on the side. Um, but I really felt I needed to leverage my time. So I decided rather than doing one-on-one, I would just do one-on-twelve. So I started a small group training studio. Brilliant. And, and I, 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 you know, at that time, I'm, I, now I'm pretty proud of myself because I was not looped into any, you know, Bedroses or anybody that was, you know, teaching that kind of thing. I just thought right. I need to do this. So um yeah so that seemed to work pretty well and I was really loving it and so from there I started a fitness boot camp because when you can do one on 12 or you could do one on 30 or one on 40 so that I could leverage my ta- time a little bit more effectively why wouldn't I so right. um I moved into boot camp and then from there uh rather than doing one on 30 or one on 40 I was not helping people that you know, needed a program to, um, when I was on holidays or I moved away from you. So basically my online persona came by, came about because I was just basically lazy. I didn't want to keep writing new (laughs) programs. So then I went into the online world and I resigned from my teaching position. I think that was in 2007. So, so that's kind of how that
0: started. Okay. And around, and tell me, so you also had to go or got to go through the adventure of divorce So yeah, (laughs) all these fun, all these fun life experiences. So, um, how old were your children at that time that you went through the divorce?
1: Um, my kids were, uh, 16 and 13 when we actually parted, we had had, you know, parted prior to then a couple times, but the actual like final part was, uh, Hannah was 16 and Sam was 13. Okay. Um, Yeah. So, so that, that's not the ideal time. I I don't know if there is an ideal time, but that's not it for my kids. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is that I can see where that would be a tough time. And were you already in fitness full-time or were you still teaching?
1: Um, uh, No, I was full-time teaching at that time. And I was really diving into the online world Mm -hmm. because that was, I think that was around 2010. So I had probably my first product out. um, And so yeah I was pretty full on you know I had a blog going and you were full-time
0: and, when you say full-time teaching you were full-time teaching in fitness not school anymore excuse me yes I okay. was
1: full-time yeah full-on okay. in the fitness world and okay. I had resigned from teaching okay um, just resigned
0: from teaching at that time yeah okay. so you were in a new career and a new position as a single mom with two teenage kids right yes <laughs> sounds magical
1: yes actually now that <laughs> way. God, I never thought of it that way. Because you know, when you're in the thick of it, you just do it.
0: Yeah, you do. You you often don't realize that you're in like the hardest times of your life until you're done being in the hardest times in your life. And then you look back and you're like, how did I do that? I can't believe I got up every day and made it work.
1: Yeah, that was and that that now that I think about it, that really was a rough time. That was a rough time. But you know what, I was so passionate about um, the direction I was going professionally, I know that that passion carried me through the kind of the sludge and the dirt of the personal. Um, so, so that was something that really, that really helped buoy me up during that time. And I knew that like, as a teacher, like as a school teacher, I was just dying professionally. I just felt like the kids deserved more than I could provide. And I just felt I could be able to teach in a different environment so I was super excited professionally, and so I know that that's why I don't think back at that on that time as like, oh, my God, how did I survive? Right? Because, you know, I was building something else.
0: I think you make such a good point that when you're in a career that is killing you a little bit every day, um, that is so challenging that even though you went through, you took this huge professional leap, and you did that during a very challenging time in your personal life, it didn't feel... um You you probably had some fear around it, but it didn't feel hard or overwhelming because you were following your passion. Um, And I love that you say that that kind of carried you through because if you are following your passion, it it can feel you're so much more motivated to make it work. And it can feel like, especially when, you know, the everything else in your life might feel a little out of control. If you do have something you're really passionate about, it's nice to have that thing where you can just like go all in on that thing. Exactly. And that's pretty much how it was for sure. and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like you probably don't know that Americans take in about 20,000 breaths per day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors. The indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air, according to the EPA. Indoor air pollutants can cause upper respiratory symptoms like sneezing, coughing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. So what's the solution? Introducing Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. I am so excited that we just got our own Air Doctor for our house, and we will have it all up and running and ready to go in time for all the things that come with spring weather, but also smoke season, which is just around the corner for those of us in the Pacific Northwest. And I know many of you across the country. So here's how you can get your own Air Doctor. First of all, Air Doctor comes with a 30 day money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Supportive of your prof- your um, personal training and um, the, all the the fitness career changes, or were they d- disengaged as teenagers often are?
1: Um, I've always been really close to my kids, and I am now. But there was about six months, you know, when we when um, my ex and I first parted, that they were they were all on teen dad, and unfortunately, oh like that was a that was just a it's just a hard time, and I knew that as teenagers. Um, you know, a divorce at that time in their life was just basically an inconvenience. And right. it was, the divorce was kind of positioned in a way that it, like, I was not looked at favorably. I'll, mm. I'll put it that way. And so they had a rough time. I just thought, you know, I'm just going to ride it out and um, they'll come back. And they did. And so they were never, they were always supportive of my fitness um, goals and that change. They, they were all fine with that. Um, it was just that little blip in the, you know, the family, that, which would be understandable no matter what would right. be going on, right? right? So, um, but, you know, everybody's made a comeback. Uh, we're, you know, all on the same page. And I think they're, I think they're pretty impressed with the things I do. Um, I'm pretty proud of me as a mom, which yeah. is, you know, which is kind of nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about, um, this is like my cyber stalker side. Tell us about your daughter, because I see what she's doing on Facebook, and I kind of wonder if you might be her inspiration.
1: Well, you know what? I, I, like, I'm I'm super proud of my kids in that Hannah's 22 and Sam is 19. Uh, Hannah's in Australia now. She's a trainer. She trains at a CrossFit gym and another gym, and she's taken up Olympic lifting. Um, she recently won the Victoria State Championship. She's going to the Australian Nationals in Amazing. September. Yeah. And she's just been Olympic lifting for like, um, competitively. This was only her third meet. So she's got some talent there. So she's very driven. And the fact that, um, you know, she's, she's taken on fitness as kind of a career right now. Um, I don't know if it'll be something that sticks, but this is exactly what I did when I was her age is I tell my kids, just take a step in the direction of where you want to go and then, you know, opportunities and will present themselves. So right now she's a trainer. So, um, you know, and that's enabled her to travel the world. So that's pretty exciting. And then Sam is taking physical literacy um in college, which is he wants to be a teacher and teach and coach phys ed. It's like, hmm, oh my gosh, familiar. <laughs> so, so I'm really proud of them because I wanted my kids to eat well. I wanted them to be active. I But I didn't want to stuff it down their throats right. so that every time they left the house, they would just rush to McDonald's and <laughs> stuff a bag of chips in their mouth or whatever. Right. Right. So I've, I always, um, you know, and my ex-husband, the same thing I feel like we were on, on board with this is we always talked about eating properly and exercising to be healthy and to be energetic, not necessarily to be skinny or, you know, like the, So the way we positioned it. And so now they have chosen those lifestyles with, you know, without us being there.
0: Right. Oh, that's so great. I think it's, I think the things that you just quietly model are the things that your kids totally pick up on over time. I'm seeing that with Vinny. Like I try to hide from him in the morning when I'm working out. I'm like, please don't let him see me working out because he'll want to come in the room. But he totally now does want to come in and I'm trying to be like, a little more open to that, because I think of it as my time. But when right. he does want to come in now, I'm like, okay, fine, like you can come in because he totally he thinks it's the funnest thing in the world. And I don't want to
1: right. quash den- that.
0: Right, right. So yeah. it's and he gets like, if I'm on the foam roller, he's like, it's we have to roll together. And then I can't roll because he's what like he falling off of it. Yeah. It's so obnoxious. But at the same time, I'm like, if he's going to express a little bit of interest, I'm going to let him see what I'm doing. But I'm also not going to be like, come on, Vinny. Like every morning we're going to go down and do our workout together. So yeah, Yeah. it definitely is that um, that balance, that delicate balance. So making sure that like I take him to get enough ice cream on a regular basis.
1: Yeah. And just let them be kids, but then just encourage them. Like we always just said, you know, just you have to be active, you know, just because your body needs to move. What do you want to do? And I mean, it turned out that now as they're young adults that they've chosen to do, you know, some of the things that, that I'm doing and that um, their dad is doing, which is awesome because they're kind of great lifestyle, um, mm-hmm. kind of fitness related things. So, so it, it's, it's, I always, like I said, I said, that was one of my bigger worries when my kids were younger. It's like, I don't want them to just, you know, like I said, rush off and just have junk food and, and kind of just go in the opposite direction because they get fitness and healthy food stuff down their th- literally stuff down their throat. <laughs> right. I will say that they when they were younger, they told me they would phone their children's health helpline because there was never any
0: baking and the like,
1: <laughs> just always too much healthy food. That I'm not the best cook, but you know it was always oh healthy. Gosh.
0: So your so, children's health line, you're up in Canada, so that must be like our child protective services, like where you report much. the bad parents. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So they said there, you know, there's no, there's never any cookies or cake or baking.
0: So, so funny. Well, I have Vinny totally like, Vinny thinks that the most decadent thing that we can make are these, um, like brownie bars that we make with garbanzo beans and like maple syrup and and chocolate chips. And he thinks they're the most like significant treat ever. And I'm like, I'm just going to ride this out. But someday I know he's going to be like, why did we never make cake or brownies or like anything that was really. Yeah. Just go with it. Right. 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 That's awesome. So I know when I first met you, and we must have met somewhere around 2010 because we met, so you referenced Bedros earlier. And most of you probably don't know who Bedros is. Bedros is a business coach um, and a huge mentor and inspiration to Shauna and I. And we've both worked with him over the years. um, And he's just done such a great job of inspiring us um, in business and inspiring us to reach out and help as many people as we possibly can with, uh, just doing the things that we're really passionate about. So, Shauna and I met through at a, um, an event that Bedros has every year called Fitness Business Summit, and then we ended up in a mastermind group together. So that must have been around 2010, 2011. And yeah. I know you are not shy about working your buns off. So when you were when you had the kids at home and you were working as a single mom and really fired up about following your passion and doing as much as you could to be invested in this new career. How did you juggle that with your kids and going through everything you guys were going through as a family? Was that, that had to have been a lot?
1: Yeah. I mean, again, looking back on it, you know, I, I kind of reflect that, wow, there just wasn't much, um, you know, social time or fun time, like, It was just a pedal to the metal time where, um, you know, my kids were busy with their own activities and driving and this and that, and Mm -hmm. moms know what that's like. And so, (laughs) you know, I would do that and then, um, you know, kids go to bed and I'm, you know, on my laptop, there was no, I didn't watch TV. I didn't have much of a social life. Um, I was, I was pretty much head buried in my computer.
0: Super um, focused.
1: As well. Yeah. And I mean, I also have an offline business that I was running as well. I have a fitness boot camp, So between, between the two, the offline and the online, I was pretty much, I was pretty much all work and no play. Um, tried to spend time, you know, really tried to be present with my kids as much as I could, but as much as teenagers
0: will allow you to be, that's what I was going to (laughs)
1: say. You know, they, you know, They have their own lives going on, and I think the mistake that a lot of parents make is they think just because your 16 year old is um, capable of doing everything on their own and requires little supervision doesn't mean that they shouldn't have it. So I did try and be present with them when they were present, yeah. you know, like, like they do have their own lives and they do, they, you know, they had jobs and their own activities. So it's not like it, like you are with Vinny where, you know, there might be two hours where you're not with him. Um, with my kids, there might've only been two to three hours when I was with them right. when they weren't sleeping or at work or with friends or, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so the, the, the table kind of switches, but I think it's really important to still be super present with your, with your teenagers And then there was probably about a six week time like that. My son just shunned me completely. And that was like probably the hardest part of time of everything. But yeah, that was pretty tough. Um, But you know what? Everybody came around and we're all, we're all good now. So it's just a process. I just know I needed to give them that time and space to process things as well.
0: Right. Was he out of the house at that time?
1: Um, He, he lived with his dad, but. And his dad did not encourage him to see me, or it actually discouraged him from seeing oh me or gosh. talking to me. So it was, it was pretty tough.
0: And six so, six weeks must have just felt like forever.
1: Um, yeah, it did, and it was strained for you know a little bit longer than that. Yeah. But at least we were in touch, and so it was just, it you know it uh, it was just a difficult time. But if if anybody's going through it, I would just advise them to just stay the course and be constant and just be that I love you's and here I am when you're ready come back to me and it all happened mm-hmm. you know it all came around because I mean I know I've been a great mom for you know the 13 and 16 years of my kids lives so I just had to rely on on that and just know that they were going through a hard time too everybody was we just had to
0: process it in our own way right I think that's such great advice to stay the course and I'm sure inside you're in panic mode when those kinds of, when you go through phases like that, but, um, yeah, that consistency and like calm presence, I'm sure is the best thing you can give to your child so that yeah, when they're ready, you're there.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that, I mean, that's not necessarily even when you're parting from a relationship, but right. just kind of in general, yeah. I know that that's always worked. Yeah, Just being, you know, just having, trying to be calm, about things. <laughs> we Even all if fly. you're faking it. Oh my God. We're all faking it <laughs> totally. half the time,
0: My right? gosh. I'm faking my calmness with Vinny quite often lately.
1: <laughs> of course, you know, but it, it helps.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, that's, I think that's really good advice. So um, since now your children are older and did you say they're 19 and 22? Yes. So, and are there? So, your daughter is in Australia, and is your son at home, or is he living in? He's he's
1: actually in um, the province over from us. Um, He has a summer job, so he's there for the summer. So, I'm kind of childless uh, for the summer. So,
0: and as your children have gotten older and have been out of the house, how has your work life balance evolved, um, and what does that look like?
1: What's this? thing
0: that was what you speak. <laughs> I know. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> you you so know me. Do you Sarah. feel like do you feel like as you your kids have needed you less? Not that they don't still need you in a very it's immense a way, way. But yeah. Yeah, do you feel like you have just taken more on with work or have you tried to um incorporate like other aspect other aspects into your personal life or do you does it just mean there's no now more time to work every day?
1: Um, there is more time to work every day, but mm-hmm. I have been getting better at having a little bit more balance um, just because like, I feel like I needed that time when um, my marriage broke up that mm-hmm. I needed to focus on something positive and right. building my business was a great outlet. Yeah, And so I use that that time to just like pedal to the metal for business. And I know that I had just, you know, the pendulum had swung just a little bit too far. Um, so there was actually, I mean, I would, I would, you know, work out, sleep and, you know, um, work on my business kind of thing, you know, like those were my personal focuses, you know, other than, you know, and then the kids and like helping them process everything. But now I feel like um, I have a little bit more, a little bit more balance in terms of social life and I'm doing a little bit more traveling, not all for business. But the fact is, is that I'm so passionate about what I do that a lot of times like what I'm doing doesn't feel like work. And that is when you know you're doing the right thing.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's, um, it's interesting. And let me know if you, I would be curious if you feel this way too that it's hard to sometimes step away from your business to do other like quote unquote fun things because you feel like your business is fun. But over time, there is an evolution where certain parts of your business can start to burn you out. um, And then you want to step away from them. But the the beauty of being an entrepreneur and the beauty of having like the amazing mentorship that we've had with Bedros and other business coaches is that you can sense that as one thing starts to burn you out, burn you out, you're like, okay, now it's time for me to like pivot a little bit. So I'm going to do exactly. a little bit less of this, and now I can take on something. And which is for me, totally how this podcast came about, where I was like, right? there's some pieces of my gym thing that like I'm in love with my gym, but there's some pieces of it that I was feeling a little burnt out on, and yeah. I was like, oh, but I could totally create something else that's new and cool.
1: <laughs> that and that's it. And then you learn the skills to outsource the jobs that you don't enjoy. Right.
0: Right. And the things that are no longer your best talent. Like for me, there was a period when, for me being in my facility and teaching all the time, that was a really good use of my time. I was an amazing teacher. And then, and then it got to be where I had been teaching so much that I was like, I'm not amazing anymore.
1: I'm done. (laughs) Yes. And that's exactly it. And so it's a, it's a constant reinventing. So when I was a school teacher, Mm -hmm. I was an amazing school teacher. Then when I realized, you know what, it's not my passion. The kids deserve more. I need to move on. So I, then I went into teaching something else. So then I was teaching, you know, within my business. And then I realized, you know what, I don't, I don't enjoy this so much. So then I worked on, you know, mentoring other teachers to teach within my business. It's like, they're doing a great job. I can move on to something else. So that's exactly it.
0: And that's allowed you now, you're mentoring trainers all over the world, in um through fitbody bootcamp uh, university right
1: um i'm not as involved in the university um okay. as i once was okay. because back then i wrote the curriculum and i oh, wow. and i helped teach it but now you know fitbody has grown into a huge machine right. all on its own and right. so it's like i if i'm going to be growing my online presence and programs then it would be hard for me to be doing fitbody as well so mm. So I kind of I kind of started with Fit Body with that, but then that's uh, that taken on in a new direction as well. And you know what? That's perfect. Right. But I am, you know, I'm teaching in other ways. Like I'm teaching at the Info Mastermind now, mm-hmm. and um, so I, I still I, I have more opportunities and different opportunities to teach because I really feel like I'm a teacher at heart. Right. Um, that's really my passion. I just have to kind of sometimes change it up what I'm teaching.
0: So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about the mom? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. EarnIn is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is understood explains, and it will pop right up, click on it, pick your episode and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. And I've seen you and you always, you're always pushing yourself to take the next step. And I know that's not always comfortable for you. Um, And I know that I've seen you like before you're about to get on stage in front of, you know, 800 people and that's maybe not your favorite thing to do, but you do it. You make yourself do it. Can you talk a little bit about like doing things that are uncomfortable?
1: I know that feeling where it's just, um, I know Lori Kennedy talks about like, just ready to throw up in your mouth or (laughs) like where I feel like I'm just hanging on by the skin of my teeth. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've, at first I had anxiety about being in that place and I've come to realize that that's the place I need to be yeah. because that's where I, you know, I can learn the most and um, provide the most value to whether it's my clients or to whomever. And so recently I was at, it was called a ClickBank Summit, um, platinum summit event. And it's like, it's a mostly the online world is mostly male dominated. And there was two women there that that we were the only two that that showed up that were kind of there on our own steam, not a, a wife or a business partner. And in my room, I was like, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> I don't want to do anything. Like, I just want to stay in my room. Right. And my head is thinking this, and my feet just walked out the door and walked down the hall and <clears> walked <throat> into the event because my feet knew that my head would get on board once I got into the room. And it was fine, but it was just like, ugh. You know, and I'm going to another event next week and that's, or in two weeks from now. And that's how I'm, I know I'll feel that way, but I have to be that way because I made fantastic business connections. Um, You know, nobody gets anywhere being in their comfort zone and being this shy little Canadian, not leaving their room. So, so you just have to do that.
0: I I agree so much with what you're saying. And I think that it does take practice. And I totally agree with you about those moments where you're about to throw up in your mouth or pee your pants or from or like, you know, diarrhea, whatever the case may be. But when you do those things and you make yourself do those things repeatedly, you definitely see a trend over time of like, oh, my gosh, that's where I grew. And you can't see it when you're in it. But when you look back, you can see these like very pivotal moments where you did the thing that scared you to death and that created this, there was a huge impact on your entire life because you did it. Um, Absolutely. And I think yeah. that's, I think that's so important that we make ourselves do those things. And Whether
1: it's, it's just, yeah, you can step off bigger and bigger cliffs. Yes. Whereas I'm doing things now that, you know, five years ago I would not have done. Right. And right. it's a matter of just baby steps in the, in the right direction. Right. Um, so it's not like you have to like eat the whole elephant at once. It's just right. one bite at a time.
0: Yeah. And just consistently taking the bites.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you were, yeah. you
0: are a very, very consistent kind of a person. I um, am. And which is, I think it just makes all the difference. And so it's, yeah, like you said, it's one step, one little step at a time, very consistently. And that totally makes all the difference. Yeah. Um, so you have impacted women all over the world. Can you tell us, which, does that sound big to you? That's, it does. That's, like, isn't that isn't It's so amazing. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit about how you aim to inspire and motivate women?
1: Well, you know what? I feel like, I mean, women women rule the world and we just don't give ourselves enough credit and we take care of everyone, but we don't necessarily take care of ourselves. And so, um, but I know that once women feel good in their own skin, um, then they are empowered to have a huge impact on like this ripple effect. So if I can help one woman feel good in their own skin, um, you know, maybe get fit, lose some weight, um, uh, that ripple effect, she'll be a better wife. She'll probably be a better mom. Her kids will probably eat, you know, more healthy food. The kids will see mom exercising and you know, it's just this huge ripple effect. Uh, her coworkers right. will say, "You know, what are you doing?" and um, "How can I do it?" So it's 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 a matter of that ripple effect, um, kind of creating this wave of of healthy living. That I'm really, you know, that's what I'm really about right. is making this change for for women in particular to to just change, help you know, live a healthier life because. It's not as hard as sometimes it's portrayed. It's just always just consistent and small, healthy changes. And that's what I try and encourage. So that like one of my latest programs is called My Bikini Belly. And so um, it's not about everyone getting a bikini belly so much as everyone having the attitude or state of mind of bikini belly where you're feeling confident. Because that confidence um, you know, in your own physical presence emanates in all areas of your life.
0: Right. I think I think that makes so much sense. Um, And you so when I met you, you had um, you were at that time had an online program called um, female fat loss over 40, I believe. Yeah. And and at that time you were in your mid 40s, early 40s. I can't I don't I don't remember. But yeah, and you had this and you still to this day have this amazing physique, like six pack abs, the most amazing shoulders I've ever seen. And just You take amazing care of yourself and take so much pride in your training and you eat really well and all these things. And I think that, that you use that as inspiration to other women that this can be done and that there doesn't have to be this like sacrifice to aging that like, this is just what happens now that you're 40. Um, yeah. so talk, can you talk a little bit about, about the, how you have used fitness with yourself in aging and how that you've used that to help so many other women? Because I think that that, that like 40 to 50 window is it's a big time for people to kind of figure out how they're going to adapt to all the changes.
1: Yeah. And I think, um, I think I never thought that like being over 50 would be a benefit in my business, but it actually just lends credibility because the things that like, and I don't spend hours training. I don't have a personal chef. I don't, you know, I don't starve myself. So, um, there's, doable things that women can do um, to live a healthy life and not, you know, have like, you know, have water and a fork for lunch, and, <laughs> you know, spend six hours a day in the gym. So, so I, I want to dispel the rumors that, you know, after you turn 40 or after you turn 50, that, you know, you just, your body's going to fall apart because right. it's actually not meant that way, but your body will fall apart if you don't take care of it. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's really what um, I, I want to portray to women that, that you can do it. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Mm -hmm. And even if you haven't done a thing and you're 50, um, where you are today and where you can be a month, a week, six months from now, like can be two totally different places. You know, everybody's on their own journey. It doesn't matter, but you can always be better than what you are, Right. right? With just a minimal amount of effort.
0: That, yeah, that's a really good point. And I think that it's so easy to get caught up in comparison. And so we oh, think we yeah. look at like people say, well, look at my body compared to this other person who's been working out every day for 20 years or whatever. And I love what you just said about like, it doesn't matter if you've never worked out before, what you can do between now and a month from now is so quantifiable and so measurable and significant. And so right. like, don't let yourself get distracted by other people's journeys. Just focus right. on focus on yeah. your journey.
1: Yeah, women are are horrible for Comparison. So I mean really you yeah. just need to compare apples to apples. Where right. am I today? Where yeah. can I be? Where was I a month ago? Where can I be in a month from now? As long as you're moving ahead, you're winning.
0: Yes, totally. Describe the legacy you're building and how does being shameless play into your legacy?
1: Um, being shameless, well, you know what? I look back on the first things I did and it's like they are horrific. but it's, it's, it's all about just failing forward. If I had not put out that at that time, that was the best I could do. Um, and so I just, you know, put it out there. I helped a lot of people, but I, I've grown as an entrepreneur and as a business person and, you know, in my own fitness journey. And I look back for even, even some of the stuff I did two years ago and I'm like, oh man, I can do better than that. But I just, you just have to fail forward You have to step out of your comfort zone and just keep pushing, even if it's not your best, your best, you'll never put anything out there if it's your best. If you can get 70%, you know, do 70%, then just do a 2.0 later. So I think that's me being a shameless mom is just like, like I'm, I'm embarrassed of, you know, like my graphics and my website from back then, but it didn't matter Because I did a 2.0. And had I not done the horrific 1.0, I'd never (laughs) be where I am today.
0: Right, right. And well, and we also, you know, we have both of us in from our business coaches and mentoring have always just been told that done is better than perfect and failing forward and just you have to just get things done and, you know, cutting your deadlines in half just to get things completed so that you can get when you get to that finish line, it's the start line of something else. And so exactly. Yeah. You have yeah. to just keep getting to the finish line, even if it's only you know eighty percent of the hundred percent beautiful thing you wanted it to be. Get to that yeah. finish line so that you can start, start the over. next thing. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, like back then, like, I, and I don't know. I think maybe I was just too dumb to know better. But it's <laughs> like part of me was like, I, I, I didn't know any better because in the beginning, when you're starting a business or you're an entrepreneur, you, 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 you know, you have a lower level of of experience than what you're going to have a year, two years, three years down the line. So don't expect that, you know, that experience, like that product or, you know, for, for maybe number one, you just have to like, my give a shit factor was pretty low in terms of what I thought of people or what I thought like
0: of people's opinions.
1: Yeah. Like I didn't care what people thought because I thought, you know what, I'm at least doing it.
0: Everybody else,
1: a lot of people are just, you know, like, I'm going to do this. and But then they never release it because they worry (laughs) about what people are going to think.
0: They're talking about doing it while you're actually doing it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And even though it wasn't perfect, you know, I could perfect it later. So that's the point.
0: So we're going to go into our lightning round in just a minute here. Um, But before we do that, before we hit up our Shameless Mommy Minute, can you tell us where we can find you and what sites um, for people who might want to work with you on the online space. I know you have a lot of different things, but where's a couple places we can find you.
1: Okay. So I've just rebranded my blog. So it's still a work in progress, but that is com. Excellent. Um, And my best, my best program to date that I'm actually very proud of is mybikinibelly.com. And if someone would just like to, you know, kind of a report or, um, Uh, you know, just some, some great tips. You can go to menopausebellytriggers.com.
0: Okay. Is that specific to menopause, like weight gain issues? Or can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. My whole, the My Bikini Belly program Mm -hmm. really addresses belly fat because a lot of, um, you know pre-menopause, menopause, menopause, post-menopause, you know, women in their forties particularly start to gain belly fat. It can happen as early as in their women's thirties. And a lot of women don't get rid of their baby belly. They get, you know, their kids get a bit older and they still struggle with that belly fat. Their hormones are changing and, you know, it, so, it, it almost becomes like a pre menopause belly. So, this is all about belly fat okay. and how to um, get rid of that belly fat, no okay. matter if you're, you know, pretty much 35 and over.
0: Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Um, so, I'm going to have links to all of those, all those three things that you mentioned mybikinibelly.com, shauna com, and then menopausebellytrigger.com. Those links will all be in our show notes for this episode. So, if you go to shamelessmom.com, episode 48, you will be able to find all those links. And yeah. now we're going to go into our shameless mommy minute. So okay. this is the fun stuff. Let's start with red wine or white wine. I laughed when
1: I saw this because so Sarah. <laughs>
0: <Sad>. <laughs> so yeah, I knew I knew that you would think of me. Um, okay, let's see. Current book that you're reading or the last one that you read?
1: Uh, rich on paper, poor on life. And that is Philip McKernan.
0: Oh, I haven't heard of that.
1: Oh, it's a must read. You must read it.
0: Yeah. Rich on paper, poor on life. Yeah, Philip McKernan. Okay, I'm going to put that on in the show notes as well over at shamelessmom.com. Okay, the your favorite non-work related thing to do with time to yourself.
1: Uh, well, the first thing that came to mind is just like train, uh, but that's um, walking my dog, going to the mountains, surfing. A lot of... Um, quiet time stuff. Like walking my dog, I do a lot because it really helps me get my, my head together. Um, But going to the mountains, surfing, mostly being active.
0: Awesome. When you walk your dog, do you um, walk in silence or do you have music or um, like a podcast?
1: Nope. I just, just me, my head. There's enough voices in my head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So this, I've been trying to like not listen to podcasts or Audiobooks when I'm walking just to be quiet, and it's so hard for me. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm not
0: comfortable with just sitting with my thoughts all the time. It gets very overwhelming.
1: Yeah, and that's the only way it keeps my sanity. Is I have to cease the noise and then just get out, and I, you know, just get out in nature. I have a lot of really great dog walking parks that are through hills and
0: forests, so I need that. Oh, that's great. What's your um, or what's one morning ritual you can't live without? Well, coffee. Duh. yes but, um, agreed and um, who is your biggest inspiration
1: well I was just I was just gonna say and journaling
0: I oh, do, journaling. You do journaling I,
1: okay I have journals from when I was eight years old oh
0: my gosh so you've been doing this for a long time that not just as a like this is yeah. journaling is something that's so highly recommended to entrepreneurial types and just for productivity and everything but this is something you did long before yes being,
1: okay yeah so that's, that's a, that's so a cool. lot of journals.
0: That is. That is. Do you have them locked up in a vault?
1: I should. <laughs> I have to instruct someone to
0: burn them upon my death. <laughs> Who is your biggest inspiration?
1: Actually, it sounds hokey, but it is my kids. I'm just so proud of them and the choices that they've made and continue to make. I know that sounds hokey, but it yeah, is my I kids. Think that's a
0: good one. I think that's a really good one. And if you could give all moms one superpower, what would it be and why?
1: I think it's the ability to see how awesome they are. Because most moms don't give themselves any credit for the amazing job they do raising their kids and running the household and, you know, keeping the the wheels on the road. Um, and I don't know. I think moms need to value what they do and give themselves time to care for themselves and give themselves credit because... Um, we're just so in the thick of things that, uh, sometimes you don't enjoy the journey. And so I, I, I really want to give a shout out to moms that, because they, like I said, they, women run the world. We, we <laughs> totally. really do. Yes. And. But we don't. But
0: we don't get recognized for it.
1: Don't get. There's no medals. Right. And you know, like you, you get ostracized when your kids, you know, sent to the principal's office, or you know, when they're when your your children are not doing a good job at things. You know, you 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 know get noticed for that. But the (laughs) the moms that are just silent, like quietly, just you know, staying the course and being awesome. You know, they just do the. They don't recognize it even in themselves. And. Um, I know that sounds ridiculous to say that as a superpower, but...
0: No, I think um, that's a really good one.
1: Yeah, I, I think women just need to um, give give themselves a pat on the back and give themselves time for themselves. Um, if, yes. if they could magically have an hour to themselves a day, I think that would really help them. Yes. So to, to give themselves that time is important.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm a um, big fan of even if it's like take five minutes and lock yourself in the bathroom. Bathroom. <laughs> Yes. I know. Take your book for five minutes in the bathroom and yep, lock working. the door and let them kick and scream That's and bang steps. outside the door.
1: Exactly. Baby steps here, kids, right?
0: Sona, <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here today. And I want to give you credit for all the things that you've done because you've done, you are someone who is like nose to the grindstone, quietly working away in such a focused way. And I've seen as a result of that, you've accomplished so much um, in the last few years or in the last six years, I guess, since I met you. So I just want to give you credit for all that because oh, I'm, I'm, I've am i been, you know, quietly stalking, quietly watching all this. And I see that you've just done really amazing things. And, and, and there's a huge ripple effect. The people that you're touching are touching other people, just like you mentioned. So keep doing all that great work.
1: That's awesome because then I feel indirectly, um, you know, I feel like my reach is expanded when people that I've helped are helping others. I get to feel like I've helped even more. Right,
0: right. It's exponential. Exactly. So I'm going to put all of um, our all the links that were mentioned and all the places people can find you will be over on our show notes. So you can go to shamelessmom.com to find all of that information. And next time you have something big to share with the world, Shauna, you need to come back and talk to us again, okay?
1: I would love to. I will talk to you anytime. (laughs) It was such a pleasure.
0: Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining Shauna and I today. I hope you learned a little something. If this is your first time with the Shameless Mom Academy, know that we do release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and you could subscribe and get immediate access to our new episodes every time they're released by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. When you go to that site, you will have the opportunity to hit the little subscribe button so you get immediate access to all of our new episodes and all of our past episodes. You will also have the opportunity to leave us a five-star review. So please let us know what you loved about today's show or any episodes that you've listened to. Give us your feedback. I take it all very personally. I read them all and I love to hear what you have to say. So thank you in advance for letting us know what you enjoyed about the show. And please do come back and listen again soon. If this episode was helpful to you, inspiring to you, make sure that you share it with other people. You can find us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at the shameless mom Academy and on Twitter at shameless mom. So you can share via any of those sites. We always post our episodes or you can share through our own site at shamelessmom.com, where you can find all of our past episodes and you can go directly to this episode episode 48 and find all of the links to everything mentioned in today's show as well as the link to the show if you want to go ahead and post on social media or share it with other people privately so thanks for listening we can't wait to have you back and join us again as you move in as you move forward through your day as you enjoy the rest of your day make sure that no matter what you do you do it shamelessly